Today at Kalos Church, we're discussing how to be together in spirit. Like a ghost? Kalos Church. My name is Amritha Jiva. And I'm Pradeep Jiva. And we're so glad that you joined us online mm -hmm. this morning. Kalos is a Greek word that means beautiful. And we understand that many people have had ugly mm -hmm. experiences with the church. But when we look at the life of Jesus and the ways of Jesus, we believe that he is so beautiful. Yeah. So here at Kalos, we try to create a safe place so that you can ask the question, what is so beautiful about Jesus? And we want you to know that if you've never been here with us, ever joined us online before, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram to get a new video every single week. That's so good. And before we continue our Alone Together series, we like to make sure that we can stay connected as a community, especially in quarantine. You know, our goal is not to just be a friendly church, but a church of friends. And so before we get into this amazing message that Pastor Amritha is going to share, let's share about something good that's happening in our Kalos community. And we're going to share a prayer focus so we can all gather around and pray together. So something good. We asked this question on our private Kalos Facebook group. I love our Facebook yeah, group. so awesome. There's a lot of interaction, a lot of real life community, real time responses. And some of the questions and some of the responses have been so amazing. We just had to share it with you. So when we asked what's going on in your life, that's good. People responded with things like, Hey, uh, my parents in Arizona have been listening to the Kalo sermons weekly and were inspired to start their own post sermon zoom debrief for their home church. And over 30 people were on their first call wow. this Sunday. Isn't that amazing? That's so cool. Lauren Baker wrote, Andrew, her son turned six months old this week. Oh. I love that. Stephanie Leems wrote, uh, we've paid off four credit cards, one phone, and a chiropractor bill, which is a lot, trust us, and shout out to our financial peace small group. Yes. And so awesome. I love that. Those are just so some cool. good things. Hopefully that can be a breath of fresh air for all of us. Amen. Amen. And uh, a prayer request we want to share. Actually, this is also from our private Facebook group. And if you're looking for some more community and real-time interaction, you can join our Facebook group. It is private, but we make it available for people to join. All you have to do is join us for our crash course on a Zoom call. That will start right after this online service if you're watching at our 9.45, 11.30, our 8 p.m. service. All you gotta do is jump on one of those Zoom calls. And a prayer request we got on our group is this. Hey, my friend who's with me in my dorm is having a nervous breakdown right now. He's dealing with some personal issues and the quarantine is getting with him, getting to him. I'd like to ask for prayer for him and the rest of the people in my dorm. And I, I think this is a trying time for a lot of us, mental breakdowns, mental health, depression, the quarantine is wearing on us. And so there might be some things you're facing, your neighbors, your family, your friends. And so why don't we pray as a community and yeah. lift up these needs to the Lord? Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much. We can cast our cares on you and you care for us. We lift up mental health to you. Yes. Lord, with the quarantine, the isolation, the, the, the pain, the confusion, not knowing when, what, 
is going to happen, Lord. We just lift this all up to you. Mm. And Lord, I, I pray that you would help this roommate, this doormate. Lord, I pray that you would bring peace and freedom. Lord, I pray that you would bring life, that you'd bring direction in the midst of this, that you would help him have people around him that can help him navigate this. And Holy Spirit, we just ask that you would comfort him in the midst of this. We just speak to any pain, any sickness, and we say, leave in the name of Jesus. And for all of us in our community that are dealing with mental pain, issues, depression, Lord, I pray that you would bring comfort. You would bring hope. You would bring light in the midst of that darkness. We pray in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. and amen. amen. Well, without further ado, Pastor Amritha is going to be continuing our Alone Together series. So let's give her a digital high five. Leave a comment right now. And let's open up our hearts so that we're not just hearers of the word, but doers. Well, I'm so thankful to be able to share a message in our Alone Together series. Really, this series was birthed in our hearts from a place where we understand that during this pandemic and quarantine, it's really important that we still live our lives together, yes. mm -hmm. that we still promote community. And it's not only important, but it's really necessary. Yeah. I think it's it's just hugely necessary that we stay connected to one another. And I don't know about you, but I have really been missing my friends lately I've just been mm -hmm. missing like human like being in the dynamics of being in a room together yes. where we can be closer than six feet apart yes. you know and I don't know about you but I've just been wanting to tell people how much I miss them and so I actually have some really uh, cute memes here yes. that you may want to send to some of your friends um, and look at this really cute panda I miss you this much so precious. Fresh. So cute. Uh, you know, we're a church of puns. So this yes. one is so funny. I miss you so much. It's unbearable. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's unbearable. Love it. This is my favorite one. I miss you because you're one in a minion. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, those are free of charge for you today. You can go ahead and just send those to a friend that you're missing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I say this thing sometimes when I'm missing people or I'm missing an event or something really important and I can't physically be there. I say this. Hey, you know what? I know that I can't physically be there, but I'm going to be there with you in spirit. Mm. Anybody ever said that before? I love saying that because it's like me expressing my heart to just say, I wish I could be there with you. And you know what? I found in the scriptures that Paul, the apostle, was actually saying this very same thing mm. to the church. Paul was a leader of the church and he wrote several books of the Bible in the New Testament all through letters. He was in prison and um, he actually couldn't be with the people, with the church in person. And so he said that. And so I want to look really quick at uh, Colossians 2, starting in verse 1. This is Paul speaking. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith, faith 
as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. I want to read the second scripture in 1 Corinthians. Uh, actually, Paul is still talking here and he's actually telling, he's correcting the church because there were some immoral things going on in the church. So he's correcting them. I'm going to read this from the message translation. I'll tell you what I would do. Even though I'm not there in person, consider me right there with you because I can fully see what's going on. I'm telling you that this is wrong. You must not simply look the other way and hope it goes away on its own. Bring it out in the open and deal with it in the authority of Jesus, our master. Assemble the community. I'll be present in spirit with you and our master Jesus will be present in power. Hmm. Here we see that Paul was in prison. He's writing these letters and he's communicating some really important important things to the church. And he continues to say, I, I can't be there with you in spirit, but I am present with you. I am mm. connected with you in heart. And mm -hmm. he just, I think Paul missed the church. He loved the church. Yeah. And I know that maybe many of you are missing one another. You're missing your friends. Uh, I know that we're watching weddings that are happening in this season yeah. on Zoom. Maybe you were supposed to be in a wedding and you mm -hmm. say to the bride and groom, I can't be there physically, but I am there with you in spirit. I wish I could be there. We had some people who dropped off some things at our house and did some mm -hmm. ding-dong ditching and they brought us some food, brought us a plant. And I remember just wanting to hug them for Easter. <laughs> our church dropped off an Easter basket for our kids. And I just wanted to hug those people. But I couldn't do it. And I just am missing being with people in this way. But Paul says this really interesting thing. Hey, even though I can't be there physically, I can be there with you in spirit. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk today. I want to answer three questions about being together in spirit. The first one is this. What does it actually mean to be together in spirit? The second question is, what could being in spirit do? Hmm. What is the potential of being in spirit? And the third question I want to answer is, what is the greatest threat right now that we're facing of being together in spirit, being alone together, our series title? You know, the first thing, what does it mean to be together in spirit? Well, I think we have to look at what it doesn't mean. Yes. What it doesn't mean is that somehow your spirit is going to like retroactively just show up in another place outside of your body, <laughs> some out-of-body experience. Oh, We're not talking about a ghost, Casper, the friendly ghost. No, some of you are thinking about him right now. We're not talking about anything like that. Mm. We're also not saying that being together in spirit is a substitute for the dynamics of being together physically. Mm. It will never substitute that. We still need the gathering. We still need each other. And as soon as this quarantine lifts, I can't wait for that to happen. Yes. There's no substitute for that. But what I believe that Paul is doing here is he's sharing a sentiment. The people knew that this messenger that was reading the letter, when Paul says, hey, I can't be together with you in body, but I can be with you in spirit. Well, duh, they know that he's not there. A messenger is reading this letter to mm -hmm. them. But for some reason, Paul still thought that it was important to take up space on that letter and write those words. And I believe that the reason Paul did that is to share his sentiment with the church to say, hey, listen, I wish I was with you. I love you. Even though I'm in prison, I, I, you are still a priority to me. I'm still thinking mm. of you. My heart is connected with yours. Mm. And I think the reason this sentiment is so valuable is because some of the things that Paul was sharing were really big things, yeah. really big things. He was trying to communicate things that you don't want your secretary to just email. Yeah. You want to be there in person to share these things. Things like Paul was saying, hey, 
The world around you is trying to give you a lot of wisdom and knowledge, church, in a Roman culture. And I'm telling you that wisdom and knowledge is hidden in the treasures of Jesus Christ. Mm. That you need to look to him for all of the answers, for all the wisdom and knowledge that you need in your life. He was saying really important things like, you need to put to death your sinful nature. Mm. You need to rise up in the ways of Jesus because the ways of Jesus bring life and hope and light to your life. I personally really appreciate this one. Paul in uh, Colossians actually begins to talk to the Christian household. And he says, hey, wait a minute. Women are not property. Mm -hmm. This was a time in the Roman highly authoritative male patriarchy where women were often looked at as um, just being property. And Paul is saying, hey, in a Christian household, the Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the household. Men, submit yourselves to Jesus and then lead your wives and lead your families. These were really huge, important things that Paul was telling the church. And he was saying, I wish that I wasn't telling you things, these things in a letter. I wish I was there with you physically, but I can't be. So I'm with you in spirit. Mm. You know, I, I had an experience a couple weeks ago that, that made me feel that same sentiment that, that Paul felt. I had a friend that called me and she was just crying and she was in tears. And she called me and she just said, I'm Rita. She said, I'm so upset. She said, I, I just had a, an incident with my ex where um, we came close to a domestic violence issue. Thankfully, no one was hurt. But this person tore apart my house, hmm. trashed my house. And my kids were there and they saw it all and we're all just a bit shaken up and upset about it. And I was on the phone with my friend and I said, listen, I'm getting in my car right now. I'm driving over and I am going to help you put your house back together. I'm going to help you clean up. I'm going to help you put the kids to bed or whatever you need. I'm going to be there. And she stopped me and she said, Amrita, she said, you can't come over right now. Hmm. Not with the stay at home order that's in place. And I just... I just felt so much like, I wish I could be with you physically. I want to be with you. I'm so connected with you in heart. Mm. I'm sick of this quarantine. But what I can do is is be available to you. So let me know if you need anything. I did end up sending some food over to her house and just being available. And and she did say, hey, you know what? I I feel loved. I feel seen. Thank you for being there for me. I don't feel alone Mm. in this time. So being together in spirit, I think it means something. So I want to encourage you. Would you spend some time and... Talk to somebody that you're missing and tell them that you wish you could be with them. Tell them that you still think that their friendship is a priority. Mm. You know how much that would mean to someone right now in this time of quarantine? I got a rhyme for you today for this point right here. It says this, together in spirit means six feet apart, but connected at heart. Come on now. Come on, somebody. Connected at heart. Amen. Amen. Need more. The second question that we're answering today is this question. What can together in spirit do? What if we could actually be connected in spirit? What is the potential? I want to look at Philippians 127. It says this, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. You know what? We are on a mission with one spirit, like the scripture talked about, with one purpose to make known the beauty of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Make disciples of all nations. You know what the quarantine can't take from us? 
It can't take away our mission. Yeah. Mission binds us together yes. in spirit. I want you to know that maybe if you're someone, then you just say, I, I am alone. I am isolated. I feel so separated from anything that, that has purpose. Maybe you're getting up in the morning, you're brushing your teeth, you're having breakfast, you're sitting at your computer all day working. Then you have some dinner and then you watch your next Netflix show. If you're like bored of that life and you're like, I need to be a part of something, would you join the mission of Jesus Christ mm, yes. with one spirit, with one purpose, making known the beauty of Jesus, fighting for the faith, like this scripture says. And you know what? I believe that we need to look at ourselves right now as followers of Jesus, as the church. We need to look at ourselves as digital missionaries, as a digital witness. There are literally no physical barriers keeping us from sharing the gospel Mm -hmm. with the whole world. It's right at our fingertips, literally. And you know what? You don't need a passport. You don't need a visa to go overseas, to go on a mission trip, to share the gospel. You can do it right now. It can be a part of your digital day. I believe that Jesus wants us to witness, be a witness of his works and his ways. When's the last time in any of the stuff that you've been doing, have you shared about what Jesus did for your life? Hmm. That he rescued you, that he forgave you of your sins. That in this quarantine, when you've been down and discouraged, he has lifted you up. The community of Jesus Christ has been there for you. I believe that God wants us to be a witness. Do you know that at Kalo's church, we are taking every opportunity to be digital missionaries, to witness the wonderful love of Jesus Christ and let the world know we have online small groups. We've actually opened these small groups uh, up to anyone, anybody that is watching today. You don't have to be part of our church to join these small groups. You don't even have to uh, believe before you join a small group. You can join a small group and ask the questions that you are asking about Jesus. The other thing that we're doing online that I love is that we're doing live prayer every Saturday, every Tuesday. You can actually submit a prayer request. And on Instagram Live, you can tune in and you can pray. Actually, our family was going through a difficult time last week. And and I texted the prayer people and I said, can you pray about this Mm -hmm. on live prayer? And we turned it on in the kitchen and it just began to shift the atmosphere of our house. Just having someone else pray for us. Even we as pastors need that, you know? But the mission is still at hand. And I think we got to be honest about some of the realities that are coming out of this quarantine. There's some ugly realities, Mm -hmm. some difficult hardships that people are facing. And one of those things is racism. Racism is something that is coming out of this quarantine that is really heartbreaking and really heavy. Um, The Asian American community is being targeted right now for racism because the coronavirus had started in China and there are people that are being racist to now all Asian American people. Uh, Maybe you've seen pictures like this before. Uh, I'm not a virus or this sign that was on the door of a nail place. Sorry, we do not accept Chinese customers because of coronavirus. You know, I had a friend of mine who has some family that is uh, Korean American and Asian American, and they were actually at a grocery store. And uh, the woman uh, was opening the door for someone, just politely allowing someone to come in. And the man who saw her uh, quickly put his shirt over his face and walked around and opened his own door. And we're just seeing people fall into this darkness. And we need to be the light. The reason to be digital missionaries and digital witnesses is we've got to bring hope. We've got to diminish racism. Do you know what the gospel says in the midst of racism? It confronts racism. And it says this, Jesus says, all are welcome at the table with me. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. It doesn't matter your race. 
all are welcome yeah. to sit at the table with me. Jesus calls us to live differently. So when I ask this question, what is the potential of being together in spirit? Well, I believe that it can change the world. Yeah, I really do. I believe being a digital witness could change the world. Here's a rhyme. Are you ready for your rhyme? When people of the gospel are together in spirit, the whole world can hear it. Come oh, on now. Love That's it. a good rhyme. <laughs> and I think when we're being, if we're being really honest with ourselves, we realize that we're struggling with some digital shame. It's hard for us to put online a church or a religion or spiritual things. We, we, we get a little bit shaky. We don't want to affiliate ourselves with the gospel too much. We don't want all the thousands of followers to see that, that we are, are, are with this community or, uh, or about this gospel. But you know what the world doesn't need? It doesn't need Christians to give a vague notion of what it means to be a good person. It doesn't need another Facebook argument. I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. What the world needs is for us to stand up for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and when the gospel of Jesus Christ is presented and it begins to spread, it begins to diminish, diminish things like racism. We have... Um, a girl that we met a couple weeks ago, she joined our crash course right after service today. We have crash course. Mm -hmm. And a couple weeks ago, she joined and she is a nurse that works on the front lines in a hospital in Seattle. And she said, you know, I've been working hard days and I come home and I realize how lonely I am. And I've given myself all day and I just come home and I don't have a community. I don't have anyone. And I was so proud of her for being so brave, for jumping in and meeting us for the first time online. Yeah. And we stayed engaged with her. And she joined our community and she's jumped into small groups and we're so thankful that she's with us. And really it just took staying engaged online, being a digital witness yeah. of what Jesus can do and what the community can do. I love how the spirit says, hey, together with one spirit for one purpose, we are going to advance the kingdom of God and fight for the faith. Amen. Mm -hmm. The third question I want to answer today is what is the greatest threat to being together in spirit? Well, I think the greatest th threat that we're facing is overcoming digital fatigue. Hmm. Listen, yes. I am the first to say that I have got some serious digital fatigue. Yes. I think this online world, it is bringing about an exhaustion that's very different than the exhaustion that was my life before being in quarantine. It's tiring. It's hard and tired of looking at a screen, all of this. And I think that this fatigue, it will sabotage our mission to make known the beauty of Jesus even in a quarantine. But you know the thing that keeps me going? The thought that keeps me going is worse than living through this quarantine is doing it alone, yeah. without Jesus, yeah. without hope mm -hmm. in my life. I believe that there are some people that aren't going to make it through this isolation, this separation. They need us. Yeah. We've got to stay engaged. We've got to stay on mission. The scripture is talking about us being united in one spirit with one purpose, fighting for the faith. Last week, we had another couple that joined in our crash course and they jumped in right after service. They had watched the service. They jumped in and they began to ask us some questions about church and just trying to become more familiar with church. And they said, is it okay if we disagree with other people in the church? And we said, began to answer those questions. Yeah, it's okay. We can disagree. And they began to ask some questions like, can there be a normalization of disagreement? Can we still be together? Can we still be in unity? Yes, we can do that. 
And as we engaged online with this couple, we realized, I began to realize that, that their view of the church and the community that can happen in church completely changed. It impacted them for the rest of their lives. So how do we overcome digital fatigue? Because these conversations are so powerful, so mm. beautiful. Well, I think a couple things that you can do practically are this. One, you can really prioritize what it means to uh, be a digital missionary. You know, maybe you need to do a little bit less mindless stuff mm -hmm. and engage in purposeful things digitally. Maybe you need to share right now this Facebook service right now on your own Facebook. Uh, you know what we have that I'm really excited about? We have uh, a watercolor small group, okay? Yes. Like this watercolor yeah. small group is single-handedly just coming against digital fatigue. In fact, yes. it's, like, it's like bringing energy. Yeah. It's like helping people. It's like therapeutic. I haven't been to this small group, but Ursula, uh, one of our small group leaders, basically she created this situation with a small group where you get uh, watercolors and you you paint together. Talk about digital rejuvenation, yes. right? Yes. So there's some things that you can do that would really help. Maybe you need to turn off some of your notifications and only have some of your notifications on. There's some things you can do to overcome digital fatigue, I believe. You know, I was thinking about what it means to be together in spirit to this week. I was praying and I felt like God reminded me of this picture of this game that we used to play when we were in elementary school. And it was called blob tag. Anyone ever play blob tag? You remember yeah, that game? Yeah. So what happens in blob tag is everyone's just running around. And as soon as you get caught, you basically join the other person. You link arms and you become a blob. And then you go around and you catch somebody else. You tag them and they become the part of the blog. And all of a sudden, this blob begins to grow and grow and grow and grow. And the people that are out there running, trying to escape from the blob, they get caught, they get brought in. And I think that this is a beautiful picture of the church right now in quarantine. Mm -hmm. We are like that blob. One thing that is so powerful about that blob is that nothing can break it. Yeah. Nothing can break it. But we're standing together and then we're going after people. We're bringing them into our community. We're alone together. We can't be together physically, but we can be together in spirit. In spirit, we're growing this blob. We're grabbing people. I love this picture. I believe that this is our call yeah. right now as the church. And you know what? Pastor Predeepan and I, we wanted to do something. We wanted to create something mm -hmm. that took a stand, that took a stand and said, we are going to be together in one spirit for one purpose, advancing the kingdom of God, fighting for the faith. And so we created this t-shirt. This t-shirt is for free and it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. We only have a hundred t-shirts, but we want you to get one. And so how we're doing this is we've created pickup stations, t-shirt pickup stations. So on Tuesday and Saturday, on Tuesday, there are two pickup locations. On Saturday, there's one. And I want you to come by and I want you to get a t-shirt. You are going to see more of the details online. You can see us on our social media. You can take a picture of this graphic right now so you remember all the details. But what this t-shirt is doing is it's saying, hey, we are standing in solidarity. Yeah. We are saying we will not be alone. Mm -hmm. We will not let the quarantine diminish the mission that we're on to make known the beauty of Jesus and we will be together. Even though we mm -hmm. physically can't be together, we will be together in spirit. So I want you to pick up a t-shirt this week. Yeah. Make sure you get one. Be a part of the tribe that is saying, hey, we are together. Amen. Amen.
You know, for as much as hate as I've given on the digital world and just being so digitally fatigued, I was remembering a time when I was really connected digitally to a moment of life or death. I remember a few years ago, three years ago actually, last week, my father passed away. And we live up here in Washington and my dad was in Kansas. And I'll never forget that night he, I got a call from my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law, I'll never forget, she said, Dad hasn't breathed in 15 minutes. And immediately I remember thinking, 15 minutes is too long. And sure enough, we lost him that night. My, my own siblings were doing CPR on their dad. And I was up here and I was on the phone and I remember just wanting to be there with them and I wasn't. And so I just said, can you please just leave me on the phone? Please don't hang up. And so for like the next five hours, I stayed on the phone with my family as my dad died. And it was so heartbreaking, but I was there. I was there as much as I could be there. And I know that many of us are needing connection right now. And I want to encourage you, would you connect people to the source of life? I was connected to my family the best way that I could be. We didn't know that was going to happen, but I was connected the best way. So I want to encourage you today, would you connect people to the source of life? Would you stay connected? You need it. It's hugely important yeah. in this season. Let's together, in one spirit, with one purpose, let's stay together and let's advance the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for this word. I thank you that when the world is telling us, when an pandemic is telling us that we shouldn't be together and we can't be together and it's the safest way. God, I pray that you would help us commit to staying together, even if it means it's digital, even if it means that we stay together in heart, in spirit. God, I pray that we would stay connected to one another. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gospel. I thank you for hope. I thank you, God, that we can experience life and encouragement in a really hard time right now. So Lord, I pray, I pray the church would be this blob that would continue to stay strong and stand strong together and bring in more and more and more people into the community of Jesus Christ. Yes. We love you so much in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.